Are You Entertained presents 3P. What's up, everybody? It's Trey Lessio, the dawn of entertainment. This is Are You Entertained? We are introducing a new podcast, sports-related. So when me and Brandon do the OG podcast, it's supposed to be music, movies, TV, sports. But the past few times, it has seemed that we go so into the music and movies and TV that we end up not having time for sports. And we have a friend of ours, Chase Menaslade, and he is big into sports. Brandon's big into sports. I'm into sports. <laughs> so we're going to uh, give all of our sports takes, and it's going to be more focused on sports. So right away, let's introduce Chase. How you doing, homie? Hell yeah, let's get this bread. So one thing I, I know Brandon kind of pumped you up a little bit for this, so I got to ask. Uh, one thing we like to do for, with first timers on the podcast uh, to give a little background for the fans out there. Um, I want just rapid fire. You don't really have to give explanation. You can if you want, but um Favorite album, favorite artist, favorite movie, TV show, sports team. You can throw athlete in there, too. Just okay, give okay. us a little, little background for us. Okay, real okay. quick, qualifications. Are these all-time or right now, like as in this second? Or is it just like this year? Or I would say all-time. I mean, if you, yeah, all-time. I know it makes it a little tougher, but. Eh, that's fine. It's whatever. Get out. All right, what's the first one? Give it to me. Um, let's go uh, artist, music artist. Wow, okay, okay. So, you know, big. Well, this has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be Kanye through and through. I don't know, man. Graduation ain't hitting as hard as it used to after the past <laughs> couple of years, I'm going to be honest. Um, well, it's kind of honestly still, It's I have to say Kanye still, but probably Jay-Z as well. Jay-Z definitely my favorite rapper. Bro, when Jay-Z puts out a verse nowadays, it is, like, godly. Like, if he gets on a verse, I'm telling you, it's it's fire. But, all there's, right. There's certain people like him and, like, 3K where it's, like, it's kind of like how, it's kind of like how you still have to, like, wait a week to watch a TV show. It's like, it's I'm going to I'm going to chase that verse down. Mm -hmm. I got to hear the verse. Agreed. Totally agreed. Um, okay, so while we're on the music, do you have a favorite album? A favorite album of all time. That's tough. Wow, that lit by Playboy Cardi. Is that really? <laughs> That's just your hot take. No, 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 it's not my favorite uh, album of all time. I really don't know if I have one, man. Maybe it's probably just it's probably just Dark Fantasy. Okay. Well, I know you said you're a Kanye guy. I'm glad that is the Kanye album that you choose. That's uh, all right. Let's go into the. Are, I don't know. Are you a movie TV guy? Do you have a favorite movie and TV show? Yeah, Brandon knows where my alliances stand. All right, let's hear it. He knows about, he knows about the greatest movie franchise of all time. My favorite movie of all time for replay value is probably Boomerang. It's just a good, just a good movie. Late is it? It's either late '80s, early '90s. Eddie Murphy at his prime. Yeah, Halle Berry, Greer, Chris Rock, everybody. Robin Givens. Yeah, classic. Good stuff. And TV show, are you siding with Connor Handel and going uh, Friends? Absolutely not. You kidding me? 
<laughs> I've seen two episodes. I've seen like one episode that was in the last season and then the very last episode. That was it. <laughs> um, favorite TV show of all time. Ooh. I, I don't, uh, it's, there's too many places to go. I don't really have a, you could go like, I don't know if I want to go like serious or Parks and Rec. What's y'all's? What's y'all's? What was y'all's? Mine is easily Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see that. Yours? Right. Uh, uh, 24, maybe? 24 is probably the serious one. Seinfeld slash Office would be more of the funny ones. Mm, is it, you said sitcom or just TV show, period? Just anything. Yeah, yeah. In general. <laughs> if you have a couple, give us a couple. I'm going to go to Chappelle's show as my out. Yeah. Classic. Good bailout. I like that. I like that. All right. And then uh Sports team, I guess that'd be, or or athlete and or whatever. Wow, wow. Well, uh, <laughs> I got a lot of them. I'll be honest. I'll be frank. Uh, what thirty teams in uh in, in in basketball NBA? Thirty two in the NFL? It's listen, busy over here. <laughs> busy over here. I wear a lot of hats. I got a lot of merch. Okay. Hold on. I like it. All right, so that gives us a little background for our homie Chase. Um, Brandon's going to kind of kick us off with uh, – because you got you made up the Google Doc and yeah. you have, like, kind of yeah, so segments. We, yeah, so, so what we're doing explain is it to the people. Uh, we're going to do – it's called Starting Five. Those are going to be our kind of five main topics that we're going to talk down, break down, argue, debate, whatever it may be. Um, and then Bench Mob is going to be just whatever comes up uh, – comes to the top of the head in the middle and whatever you want. That's going to be kind of when we get sidetracked. Um, so that's kind of how the rundown is going to look. Uh, number one in the starting five. We're going to just recap kind of the playoffs to this point. Chase, if you're okay, I skipped round one because I don't think I want to talk about the Magic. I don't want to talk about the Pacers. No, I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. So uh, we had, in round two, we had Blazers Nuggets. Uh, that went seven games. Uh, was it Game Seven that Dame hit the shot, or was that? Am I, am I tripping on that? The classic meme. Looking no, at game seven, game, no, 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 no. Game Seven was against the Nuggets, so they had Game Six against the uh, the Thunder. Thunder. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the Thunder series. You're right. Yeah. Um, also, also, real quick, I do genuinely vote for every team, but for so my friends can talk shit at least. I do root for the Lakers. I do root for the Broncos. I don't have a baseball team, and I don't have a hockey team. I don't have a hockey team either, so it's okay. <clears throat> um, okay, is there anything from that specific series? I don't know if we want to go one at a time, if we want to just recap them all. I, I would say let's just go one at a time. Blazers, Nuggets, Game 7. I think the two big things um, from the first series carrying over to the second series was Dame Lillard kind of, I think he's a top five guard, point guard, uh, coming into the year, through the way he played throughout the year. But I think on the national scene, I think that shot against the Thunder, for the most part, how he played against the Nuggets, I think he kind of exploded more for the casual basketball fan. Would you agree? No, yeah, for sure, for sure. I've definitely been on. I've definitely been riding the, the Dame train for a while now. But I, yeah, I think he's number two. I said a few years back that I thought that he was better than Kyrie, and I. I almost, I almost had to eat my words for a little while, but now I feel like we're back around on it. No, I definitely think he's better than Kyrie. So what if Kyrie's a Laker? Is he better than Kyrie? Uh, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, so, yeah, I would agree. Definitely over – what about 
so the I guess the thing to that would be do you consider Harden a point guard? Because if you do, I think you have to put Harden probably two. That's tough. If, I feel like that's like because if you consider Harden a point guard, well, then where does do you not just consider LeBron a point guard? Do you you know yeah. what I mean? If Harden's in there, though, I, I guess I, I would say if Harden's in there, Harden's got a lot of numbers, man, but I feel like Curry's a better player than him. I would rather have Curry. I think I agree. I think Harden can quite, kind of qualify as both a point and a shooting guard, uh, Just especially this year when Chris Paul went out, Harden really played. I mm. mean, he was the only ball handler. Eric Gordon wasn't bringing the ball up, that's for damn sure. No, um, so uh, tough to say. I would agree. I think he's probably. I don't know if I would put him ahead of Kyrie. Uh, that's tough for me. I would probably put him if I'm saying Harden's a shooting guard. I'd probably put him three. Yeah. Uh, with Kyrie as a two, it's a toss up. I definitely think he's surpassed West though. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Westbrook, he's good, man. Numbers are great, but it's like, come on, man. He's just gonna shoot you out the series. It's hard to watch, dude. Huh? It's hard to watch. We've seen it now, what, three, four straight years? He just can lose you a series. Yeah, no. No time. You know what's funny is, like, this year was when he, like, in the series with the Blazers, I started, he started to actually, like, give it. He wasn't shooting those go-to-hell shots. He was just – he was actually starting to pass it. The but he passed it to Paul George with his shoulder halfway off his body. And like, All right. <laughs> How's the time? Didn't do it when Kevin Durant was there, and he was like the third or fourth best player in the world. Now you want to give it the you know no shoulder Paul George, one of them. Playoff beat. And then I think as much as Dane broke out, I think the other big story from these playoffs was uh, not. I was about to say Nurkic. He's hurt. Uh, Jokic uh, and what he did. I think he showcased. Um, so again, to the casual NBA fan that you know he's on the cusp if not already a top 10, top eight player in the NBA. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big man. Uh, he can pass. He can shoot. Uh, the one thing I worry about with him in kind of in the modern NBA is playing through a center. I know he's more perimeter oriented, so um, yeah. it's not as big of a problem. But I think sometimes there's just a lack of aggression, um, when, especially when he wasn't filled with or surrounded by a ton of talent. Uh, and then they had to rely on Jamal Murray a lot, which is why you give me Jamal Murray or Dan Lillard, I'm taking Dan Lillard 10 out of 10 times, and I think that's basically what the series kind of came down to. No, exactly. I mean, Jokic just has this look sometimes. He just looks dog-tired, like, like – or just – That he drinks yeah. six, like, or a gallon of Coke a day no, for like, the last three years. It's disgusting. It's, it's really weird. He looked like he just ate, like – Six or seven Slim Jims back to back, and he's just like, "Yeah, this was a bad idea." But he's like, forty-five minutes in in the Western playoffs, and it's just like, oh, "This is our guy. This is the number one guy. This is him. <laughs> this is your king. <laughs> this is your king." So I, I think I think those two. It was funny that those two played in the same series because I think those were probably they're not Finals MVPs. They're not because they're not going to make the finals, obviously, but. I think they might be the playoff MVPs if you had to give one. I don't know, man. Kevin Durant's playing mighty well. Was. Well, you know, he's played probably more games than Jokic has at this this point. Swept the Western Conference Finals without him. Yeah, but I mean, still. What do you have, 36, 35? 
Yeah, I mean, he was killing it, especially that Clippers series, and then, you know, obviously before the injury. I think that speaks, honestly, with the Warriors thing, and it's all, it can be a whole thing, but I think this speaks more to, like, how good they are, how good Curry can be. That's why I've been saying I can't wait for Durant to leave because then we, we'll get a, we'll a fuck you Curry season. I yeah. can't wait for next year. And honestly, if we can just go right into it. Warriors, Rockets, Warriors 1-6, and six, yeah. uh, storyline, KD. Cash strain misses the last game and a half, not, not game and a quarter. Uh, <laughs> Warriors win both those games. Um, I want to talk about Harden, but I think with the with the Warriors kind of to coincide also with what they did against the Blazers in the Western Conference Finals. As much as it was a fu Curry, I think even more so what helped them was a fu uh, Draymond. I think the offense without. Kevin Durant ran more through Draymond, and I think that's what opened up their offense a lot. And uh, the way he was facilitating, pushing the pace, it looks more like the Warriors we were accustomed to before this year. It seemed like when it got late, they relied on Durant ISO. But it also, if you know, if they're going to trap Curry literally at half court and um, Iguodala is going to go five from eight from three in game six, then it's like, okay, you know. Correct. Role players show up. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. My my life flashed before my eyes when I saw KD go down. I was like, oh, no. Mine, too. He's on my fantasy dynasty. Like, well, you almost feel like me because Anthony Davis is on mine. <laughs> uh, what? Let's talk about Harden. Uh, listen, we're not going to get into Chris Paul. Let's call it what it is. He's <laughs> He makes a ton of money, and he's just not worth it anymore. He got that State Farm money. He doesn't care. Forty-seven-dollar <laughs> nut puncher. We're yeah. We're gonna look back on that trade, uh, especially if the Rockets never win um, with him there. And then the contract he got after is probably one of the worst contracts. Uh, so. Yeah, for how bad this is gonna look for the next what two three years, I think so. I think they knew though. I think you think that you think that they would have got this far if they had Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell. I think you could make an argument. I I don't know. I think Chris was real big for them in that first year, and if, I think if he, if he was in that game six, he would have been able to calm them down and maybe actually shoot a layup instead of shooting twenty seven straight threes and breaking them. But I think that it was Maury definitely taking like a conscious decision to be like, you know what, fuck the cap. We got to do what we got to do. It's going to be trash in the back end, but I think we're going to be good for this next couple of years. And I think they can run it back next year and make it interesting, especially if KD leaves. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm saying I'm saying we're living in a world where if not, if they don't get there, if it doesn't happen, I'm saying when we're looking back, you know, yeah. then it could get it. Especially because, bro, I really think these last couple of years for Chris Paul, it's going to look it's going to look bad. Wait, would you rather have that deal or would you rather have uh, Wiggins? Wiggins deal. I thought you were going to go with John Wall, so I was meant to be preparing for that. Uh, we all know. Yeah, that's John Wall, obviously the worst contract, for sure. Um, Wiggins isn't a max guy, though, is he? Absolutely is. He is? Oh. Yeah. 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 All right. For the Rockets, I don't know. Wiggins, you could say, at least can guard a Clay or. Can he? Uh, I think so. He at least physically matches up better than Chris yes, Paul. You would, you would think, but that's what they thought going in. They're like, oh, well, 
you know, at at the worst, he's going to be a um, an elite defender, and that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I don't even know if he's a plus defender. You're not wrong. I think I think in the Rockets system, it's different. Listen, playing for Tibbs is a lot different than playing in the Rockets system. I'm not sure if he's getting the benefit of actual offensive coaching, uh, being in the right system. Uh, now, he's too timid and scared of the moment, it seems like, so I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. That's a, that's a toss-up. Either way, I think these last couple of years, the Chris Paul is going to look sad. Uh, we're going to see a lot of Cliff Paul, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's going to look like Cam Clark running the fast break. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Argyle on the sideline. A lot of clapping. A lot of, like, trying to – he can't even get by guys anymore. No, that's bad. He tries to get them on his hip and then just, like, do that thing where you slow dribble with them on your back and then try to, like, force up a shot, but he's, like, 5'8", so it still doesn't work. Now, I told you – remember when I told you we were watching the them play the Warriors and I was like, yo, his hams, his hammies are so, like, tight. They <laughs> pre-cut his compressions. Like, <laughs> his leg. It's like, what? And I, I, my response was he run like Jason Witt. <laughs> Which is never good. No, it's not. It's all right. Not, so, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more Rockets, all of that um, coming up in other pods and stuff. We'll be kind of really dive into the offseason, what they can do kind of right. for, for next year and stuff. So we'll leave them there. Um, Raptors, Sixers, probably of these series. I know Blazer Nuggets was a good one. Um, but those games were kind of inconsistent. Uh, Raptors Sixers probably the most fun series I would say to watch. Um, crazy back and forth. This series ends with the Kawhi Hail Mary that bounces four times. Had no chance of going in. It looked like after that first bounce, somehow went in. Uh, you got Embiid crying. Is that the one that picture? Yeah. That Drake like, is like, I'm just gonna do a freestyle just because <laughs> this picture's dope. Yeah. Listen, so, how ugly was that crap face? Say that again? How ugly was Embiid's crap face? Oh, uh, they were bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were bad. So, does it take place of the Jordan meme now? or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Jordan meme is still probably the go-to, but Embiid's work is working there. Yeah, Jordan crying meme is definitely in the rafters, the Twitter Hall of Fame. Like, <laughs> it be top. It's but kind of died, though. I haven't seen it. Lately, yeah. as much as I had had before, so no, it's, it's legendary. It's like a, it's like a J verse. It is legendary. You, for sure. you can bring it back when you need it. You don't you don't have sure. to always go back to the hits. You pull it out when you need to. True. Yeah. Uh, um, anything from this series? I think from the Raptors' standpoint, what we learned is they're Kawhi and everybody else. Um, you need either uh, two of your secondary guys to show up, from Lowry to Siakam to Gasol, to uh, Danny Green. If you can get two of those guys to play even decent basketball, it feels like you got a chance with Kawhi. If not, you're going to see kind of what happened in game one, game two of Milwaukee, where you just don't have the pieces to really be a serious threat. No, yeah. And it's it's weird because I guess if, if nothing else, we learned in game seven that these motherfuckers are scared. Like, the Sixers? No, 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 no. The uh, Raptors. Oh yeah. Like nobody but Kawhi was like, yeah, I don't want to touch the ball, bro. Like I'm, it's hot potato the whole game. We knew that about Lowry for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We knew that Lowry game one. Yeah, we knew that Lowry last three years. <laughs> uh, 
Gasol, it was a little eye-opening. Gasol, though, I think some of it was he just never really got in a rhythm. Uh, I don't know if he feels fully comfortable with his role. Um, the Siakam one's surprising because he's probably a guy that's going to win most improved player of the year. I know he had an injury. Uh, was it was an ankle or something um, yeah. that he was dealing with, but he really looked like a fraction of himself from the regular season. Which is which I think is actually – it's not ideal, but it's actually fine because if you think about how many years he is in the league, it's like, okay, he'll take his lumps and then he'll continue to go because it's not. it wasn't a whole entire playoff thing. The first round – Yeah. Kawhi was going back and forth like Jordan Pippen. It was crazy. But this, you know, whatever. He caught up to him. He's young. He'll try to he'll figure it out later. The Sixers, what we learned is they got to pay James Butler. Yeah, absolutely. They got to pay him immediately. $190 million on the table. This is July 1st. It's like, okay, you, you're not going to max Tobias Harris because yeah, he disappears. It's diminishing returns. Like, why would I pay that much? I could have just had Rocco. You know what I mean? Could have paid some Rocco money. Yep, he seems like he's a goner. Yeah, and it's yeah, you got to play Jimmy Butler. We know what we need to do with the Sixers, man. That's trade uh, Benjamin Simmons. Yeah, it, immediately. I'm all in on that. I think him and Embiid are probably the two people that work the least uh, well together. Maybe, yeah, I don't know if I can think of another. Since Westbrook, uh, literally anybody else. Yeah, I'm not sure West is the answer. I hope it's not. Uh, I don't think Oklahoma City would make that deal anyway. I think they kind of see West as kind of a lifer. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I think Ben Simmons, the way he wants to play with everybody else, especially because they just don't have the shooting around him. If, it would be one thing if Embiid was a 34 35% three-point shooter. I think he was somewhere in, like, was he 29, I think, this year? 29, uh, 28, 27. For yeah. some reason, everybody's still going to shoot, uh, jump for that pump fake. I don't understand it. I don't either. And he just wasn't, especially at the end of the year, It just he wasn't shooting it with confidence. Yeah. Uh, so there was just no spacing. When J.J. Reddick's your only spacer, because Jimmy Butler, decent shooter. He's not a great um, spot-up, knockdown shooter if you drive and kick. He's more of an ISO pick-and-roll type player. Yeah, yeah. So they just – the pieces never really made sense. Mm. Even the Tobias Harris, because he's not really a spot-up shooter either. He's a really good four, put him in a pick-and-roll with a five or someone else, and then he can kind of play make off that. So the – Their whole their whole offense down the stretch just became, okay, we're immediately going to run um, a handoff for um, J.J., He's going to kick it back because he's not going to have anything. And then you just get stuck and it's like, hey, uh, guy with the headband, please save us. Yes. Or uh, emoji Mike Scott hit this three with two seconds. <laughs> no, for real. I, the good thing, the best thing I saw from Embiid that whole series was, I can't remember which game it was, but he actually did a real move with the game on the line. I couldn't believe my eyes. He like, normally his whole problem, I told you, remember, his whole problem is like, okay, it's down the stretch and I'm just going to, try to get fouled, much like Kyle Lowry does, but that's a whole different conversation. He's just like, okay, I'm just going to try to get fouled and throw my body into somebody. But he actually put it on the ground, did a nice little spin move. It was it was beautiful. I couldn't, it was everything I want to see in the beat. I'm glad he's taking that next step. Hopefully he continues to get better. Hopefully he lose some weight because he yeah. got to be 300 pounds. I know they say he's not, but, like, come on. Yeah, he's a big boy. The two things I was going to say about Embiid from a positive and negative, the, the negative – I agree with – he just doesn't ever seem like he's in good shape. He seems like Jokic. Like, yeah. he just looks really tired. 
but Embiid's way more sweatier, so it looks even more tired. Damn, he's a combo of me. Yeah. Out there on the court. Goddamn. So, so it's hard to watch. Like, he just, he's a mouth breather, too, which is another problem. Draymond's a mouth breather. <laughs> What's that? Draymond's a mouth breather, too. Is, yeah, is, yeah. Um, it's like, what the fuck? You're a hey. world-class athlete. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sweater, too, let me tell you. Your mouth. <laughs> um, so... Embiid, I think it's one. You got to get the right pieces around him, but two, I think he needs to really work on his body uh, even more so than his game, which he still needs to elevate his game some. Um, but I, he really needs to work on his body and being able to last, um, you know, four quarters and play significant minutes. They played him way too much in Game Seven too. I think he had almost like forty minutes. Uh, yeah, but at that point, you just got to empty your pockets. No, I, I understand, but you got to find ways, especially early. Uh, to try to buy him some reps. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The only thing is, like, what did it, what is he uh, – he didn't play, like, three minutes, and they were, like, minus 17 in those three – it was like, how does that happen? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't remember what, what the lineups were when he was out. Uh, <laughs> but Brett Brown, we'll, we'll get to him. We'll see. Yeah. But also, I think, I think more than – he does need to get in better conditioning, but I think more than that, they need a pack-up center. That might help. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of running Mir Johnson out there and trying to, you know, think that'll work. Yeah, uh, Ennis Cantor was out there for nothing, and they probably should have signed him to come back on it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say about Beat, I will say it is kind of refreshing. You know, he throws a lot of jabs and does a lot of things on Twitter. He's a great follow, uh, Instagram, all that. I-, I was actually impressed when he was emotional. You just don't see NBA players really – it kind of seems like series over. They're like, F it, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who cares? It was kind of cool to see someone actually get emotional. No, he was emotional. He even said, fuck the process. Yeah. And you know what else is, I don't know why we have to have cameras in the tunnels spying on him and his girlfriend wiping his tears away. Yeah, that's weird. That doesn't yep. feel good. It feels like a private moment. I don't need to see that. I if he's crying on the court, that's cool. But once you get to the back, man, let my let him cry. Let my dog cry. <laughs> Uh, last series, Bucks Celtics went five. Uh, Kyrie sucked. Looked like the Celtics were pretty much willing to drive him to the airport, get him out of there. Uh, Giannis looked great. Chris Middleton was great. Bledsoe was good in spurts. Uh, Brooke Lopez was horrible uh, <laughs> in the series. Like I remember, I saw one play where he came down. He was sprinting full speed. Three feet behind the NBA line or three point line, they throw him the ball. He shoots a brick straight off backboard. Doesn't even touch rim. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but the Celtics, it, it looked like they knew their season was over and they could care less. They just wanted to get out of there. Yeah, it, it just looked bad. I mean, I guess we we well, I don't know if we expected, but we definitely like went into the postseason saying like, okay. Are the, Celtics, are, are the Celtics just going to come together and all this talent where we we thought they were going to win 60 games? You know what I mean? They, they have so much talent. I'm like, before the season starts, I'm like, okay, well, there's one team that can beat the Warriors. It's the Celtics. Yeah. And, and they thought Warriors-Celtics beginning of the year for sure. Yeah. And then they come out and, you know, Kyrie's blaming all his teammates and then he owns up to it and everything's good for about two weeks and then they play the Bucks and then, you know, they go home. They got ugly. Okay, uh, let's talk. Um, let's talk what we have left. So, uh, Warriors swept the Blazers. Uh, Raptors won last night, so we're two-two there. 
Who do you think presents Warriors the toughest match, uh, Bucks or or uh, Raptors? Mm. Um, the Blazers gave them good games, though, right? They, they were good games. They just they were up and big in each game, except for I think game one. Yeah, game two, three, and four. They were up seventeen plus. Yeah, and still lost. Wow. Yes. <laughs> you know it's tough though with the Blazers. Um. You know, you, they have so many injuries. You got you got Nurkic with his leg folded in half like a pinata. You got Enos Canner with one arm because his shoulder's slipping out the socket. You got what's his name that went to Duke with the with the hyperextension, Rodney Hood. Always hated Rodney Hood. Um, so they didn't show up healthy, but it wouldn't have made a difference. It made they made a maybe five or six, but they wouldn't have got swept. But got swept out of the playoffs by the Warriors and for three straight years. Yeah, it's not great. And then they come on Twitter and they're like, oh, you know, we they had like a basically, what was it, yesterday? They had, everybody had a, we pushed them the hardest contest on Twitter. We pushed them the hardest. No, we pushed them the hardest. But everybody's on the couch at home. It's like, all right. Bro. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> you know what? One thing they did play up was the McCollum went on Durant's podcast, you know, and was like, man, we were mad when you joined the Warriors. That, that was so disrespectful. Yeah. It was like, why? You're not going to make it anyway. Like, you're not going to be there, basically. They didn't bring that up at all. He said, why are you mad? He said, why are you, you worrying about what's at the top of things? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Western Conference Finals, and then got swept without Durant. Yeah. Um, swept Durant and lost game four without Iggy. Yeah. I think, no boogie. I think a lot of, um, I think a lot of, like, questions that maybe Rockets fans had where they're like, oh, run it back, and Portland fans had, or maybe just C.J. McCollum, where they just want to see what would happen if they went up against the guys without without all of their talent. Well, you saw what happened. You know what I mean? You got game five and game six with no Durant, uh, as far as the Rockets, and you lost. That's on y'all forever. I don't want to hear, I want to see any dissertations next year about what money was lost and the refs. I don't want to hear none of that. And then yeah. you got Portland. I really don't want to hear, uh, well, we didn't have Nurkic. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, my head, I will combust. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think the Blazers should be proud. You know what I mean? They don't have a lot of seasons like this. They get to hang a Western Conference Finals banner. That's great. Even yeah. though because of the way things worked out, and I think literally the last game, they kind of got an easy walk to the uh, Western Conference Finals. They didn't have to play Houston. But, you know, hey, this is what y'all get. This is why you yeah. don't. Always have to trade your players away if shit doesn't work out. Y'all can say, you know, this is the team. They got to the Western Conference Finals one year. This is a, this is a good team. Yeah, I agree. And Terry Stotts just got a handsome extension. I think that got announced today. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so give me, who do you think presents the tougher matchup, Raptors, Bucks? You know what? It's tough because I think Kawhi, I think I, I actually think that Kawhi is still better than Giannis. Yeah, okay. I think Giannis is about to win this MVP, but I think Kawhi's better than Giannis. So I think the Raptors have the best player, but I think the Bucks have the best too. I would rather have Chris Middleton than Lowry or um, Siakam. So yeah. it's it's really tough, and I don't know what's going to happen in this series because they've been so back and forth. I mean, these first four games are just complete opposites. Um, well, it's a series I'll, right now, two two. It's two two. Right the yes. Bucks had two blowouts at home, and then the Raptors won two kind of close games at at home. Yeah, and I think I think Leonard had forty five last night. Yeah, he went off. So it's like, 
I think what it comes down to is like, do you trust? It was what we were talking about for this series. Everything we're talking about for this series. Do you trust Lowry? Do you trust Bledsoe? Who do you trust in these guys? I think at the end of the day, I think the Raptors pose a better threat because they don't. The Warriors, I think, defensively are going to just wall up even better than any other team that the Bucks have faced so far. And if and if Bled like Bledsoe got benched last game, he played twenty minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think the I think the Raptors got a better chance. Maybe you get some good games out of Lowry. But I know for a fact Kawhi is going to show up, and he might he can drag them as far as he can, and maybe that's just not that far. But <laughs> but you know what? I don't think the Bucks are really going to be able to do it. I know Giannis is a freak, but they got too many defenders. They're going to throw at him all game. Yeah, I'm rooting for Giannis though. I have to say, uh, yeah. So for me, I think it's the Bucks. I think it's the Bucks because of their defense more so than their offense. Um, I think they're number one in the in, in team defense. Uh, throughout the whole year. Um, Bledsoe, I think we were on a tweet together where I think we saw Bledsoe was first team All-NBA. Was he first team or second team All-NBA defense? First team. First team. Um, so that gives you good there. You got Giannis can take KD. Uh, Middleton's actually a pretty decent matchup too. So I think they just match up better. Um, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Brooke Lopez because he'll get abused. Um, but I, I, I think defensively they match up better. And I trust I trust Milwaukee to at least get one game or two game get really hot from three where they kind of do a reverse Warriors on you and they get hot and you just can't beat them. I don't think I can see that from the Raptors. I could see Kawhi giving you 50 and then like just falling short. Like To me, I think of this Raptors team as the Cavs from the last couple of years where it's one guy. And then everybody else, you're just hoping and praying you get 10 points out of them, and you're just not. Um, so that's why I would probably lean towards the Bucks. So we go, so we roll with the Bucks to the finals. What do you think happens if you take away Durant? If you take away Durant, I could see the Bucks. I could see the Bucks pushing the Warriors to seven. If you take away Durant, I could see the Raptors getting to. Maybe six, I, and that's uh, that's a stretch. I really don't think the Raptors are a good matchup for them, just because you have to have some type of shot maker, and they don't. And Kawhi, Kawhi's never really been known as a great offensive player. What he's doing is historical; it's unbelievable. But at some point, you got to think like, this, is this going to run out? Like, is this going to hit midnight? Are we? Kawhi's not. I don't think I think this is who he is. I think it's who he's been for the last three or four years now. Actually, I think I think the year the year before his quad flared up is when I saw the light. It's because he came down, or it might have been that year, but it was they came down to play against the Warriors, and Kawhi was like at the top of the key doing like ISO dribbles. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I was like, we didn't see this last year. I think this is just who he is now. I think he's oh, been this player for the last few years. He's added pieces to his game. He's gotten better with his handle. I think this is it. Like, I don't think this is a fluke at all. I think this is just Kawhi. I think he's a top five player right now. Oh, oh I, I think he's, I think he's target top three. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you want to get to the nitty gritty. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I guess I don't disagree. I'm just talking from a sheer volume standpoint because we've never seen it before until probably these last couple of weeks. Wow. Uh, and that's just so much to. There's so much weight on you against a team like the Warriors. Where if you only have one score, I mean we've seen it. If you only have one score, it, it, you lose. Even yeah. if you, even if you have two consistent scores like a McCollum or a Lillard, 
they're so good defensively that they can take you out of things um, that they can narrow you to a one-person score. So I just don't think the secondary pieces are are good enough on the Raptors to to get them there. Oh, yeah. And did you see where um, – I forgot the reporter he was talking to, but Lillard was like – basically it was like garbage time last 20 seconds and they were still double-trapping him at half court. He was like, God damn, man, what am I supposed to do? And he got busted up. Yeah, so I think I think the Warriors win it no matter what, even whether they have Durant or not. I don't think they go to seven no matter what. I think this team is showing you we're still going to be the frontrunners next year no matter where anybody goes. I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I do think without Durant, I think the Bucks could push him to a seven just because I think the Bucks are really, really freaking good at home. Uh, so maybe they win there, you know, because they'll have home court advantage. Maybe uh, they, True, true. Yeah. They get – three at home and then, you know, lose a game seven at home. Uh, I don't know. How high of a percentage chance is, is KD leaving? Is it like pretty I would, much? I a, would say it's probably 80, 85% he's leaving. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Everybody's saying the Knicks. I know, I mean, you kind of want to zag when everybody's saying that everybody's saying the same thing, but it's like everybody was saying that LeBron was gone too. So I think, I think KD's gone. Whether he goes like straight to the Knicks or if he goes somewhere else, I don't know. We'd love him in Lakerland, but which is not going to happen. But um, New York is kind of the front runner if he does go. Yeah, it's been the Knicks all year. I mean, he could go to the Nets, but I don't know why you would do that if you can make something happen with the Knicks. What about him and uh, Kawhi going to the Clippers together? Oh, that'd be that'd be disgusting. You know how much length they would have together? That'd be disgusting. <laughs> Ban them from Staples immediately. But, hey, y'all got to play at, like, Santa Monica Community College for the rest of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. All right, so we'll get more into finals talk uh, as we get closer to that once we have have a conclusion of Bucks uh, raptors Uh Award debates. MVP 2019, I think it's pretty much a two-horse race. I think they did allow Paul George to be in the top three. Is that what I saw? Yeah, which is fine. If that was the saddest and most furthest away top three, <laughs> the 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 difference between one and two, and then from two to three, is a lot. No, yeah, for sure. There's a um, very wide gap there. I'm not mad at, but you know what's crazy? This is a. I feel bad for Paul George. This is a real good Paul George season. I, there was a time in like January, February, where I was like, "Yo, what if he gets three horse race?" Yeah, well, yeah. What if he gets an MVP and a DPOY? I don't think anybody's done that since Jordan '88, and now Giannis might do it. So we'll see. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, you could definitely tell his shoulder bothered. I think before the shoulder injury, he still started to fade a little bit, uh, but the shoulder injury really did him in, um, which was too bad to see because kind of wanted to see what him and Westbrook healthy, kind of on a second chance, would have done. Uh, right. Hopefully, we never have to see it again. Kind of <laughs> it, honestly. Uh, okay, so Harden or uh, Giannis, the Greek freak, who do you like? What are your, what's kind of your, I guess, if you were voting for this award, what, what's kind of your criteria um, and who's earning your vote? I think the criteria for the MVP is really, you know, I, I think it's weird. I actually really agree with Rachel Nichols what we should do, the offensive player of the year thing as well as the MVP thing because it's like, yo, there's two sides of the ball. Right. And, you know, I mean, you get points for winning more. James Harden. Huh? Because offensive player of the year is for sure James Harden, if, exactly. if that's what they did. Exactly. And Giannis's numbers ain't shit to sneeze at. I will, he's averaging, like, 
what was it? 26, 27 and like 14? And like six or five? Yeah, yeah, yeah something crazy. So it's like, and got the defensive numbers, but I think I think Giannis would get my vote. I think Giannis is definitely going to win it. I have no problem with Harden winning it. I would be happy for either one of them. I think Harden deserves a second MVP. Or you know what they might do? They might do. They might give it to Harden on the like he's Giannis is young. He's got plenty more years. Although that I feel like they do that in the Oscars a lot, which off topic, but yeah, <laughs> which doesn't work out because they they make a lot of makeup calls later. But uh, Living close. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give it to Giannis for sure. And yeah, I think Harden already got robbed of his MVP that went to Westbrook. That was Harden's MVP to me. I don't think the triple doubles were that impressive, but you know. Well, Harden won last year. Yeah. So, yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah. So to me, I, I would give it to Giannis. I actually think the other way. I think they're going to give it to Harden. Um, mm-hmm. Harden doesn't win it if he doesn't have that crazy stretch when Chris Paul's out and he goes on all those what forty point games, yeah, which were kind of kind of like the Westbrook triple doubles. Some of them were a little tainted, where like they were down like fourteen with like a minute left, and he's still jacking trays to try to get to forty points. Like, there's a couple of those. Um, you know what he did was impressive, man. But I sw- I honestly think that if you gave KD and Curry both like on separate teams or however you want to shot it. To be able to like give the, I think they both could do what he did. Honestly, I agree. I think they're both that great. Um, I think it's also okay that he had this historic scoring stretch and that he doesn't win MVP. I know he did something historic, and we like to reward that all the time. But here's the thing: when the same year that um, Will averaged 50 points and 25 rebounds, and that's the same year that Oscar Robertson averaged his tri- uh, triple double, neither one of them won the MVP. Because Bill Russell got the MVP. Right. Happens. I think Giannis had a better season. I agree. I, and I think it's also, like you said, I think I, I have to go more from a complete game standpoint. Giannis just affects the game in so many different more ways than Harden. Harden, it's, if he has to have the ball to make the impact where Giannis doesn't. Yeah. Um, some of Harden's numbers, are, I, I do think, are inflated. That's not to disrespect him. He still put them up, but... They're, they're inflated. Um, I think for Giannis, uh, it's almost more impressive that he didn't have a jump shot. I know, like, that's usually a gripe against someone. But, like, he was still able to do all of this, and he really had no jump shot. No, I feel you. I, the, the amount of dunks, it's like, y'all really – y'all know what he's going to do, and you just you just can't stop it. He's going to go around your seven-footer. And then dunk it from jumping like off the block, like outside the paint. Yeah. It's not nah, some of the Giannis stuff is crazy. Very casually too. <laughs> I'll say that obviously you can probably tell I'm not the biggest NBA guy due to my quietness on this podcast. <laughs> this is Trey, right by the way. <laughs> but uh, I guess like on that outside looking, in, I feel like I've I've heard more about Giannis this year. I feel it just feels like. It's it's his year in terms of the storylines, mm-hmm. and that that may not be the best way to look at if he deserves MVP. But I just feel like if like I'm not the biggest NBA guy. If I am not really watching and I'm still hearing about him, I feel like he's having the biggest year. You know this, what I mean? This is like the um, gauging somebody's like how famous they are by yeah. like, by like my mom or my wife type thing, where they're outside the scope of things, and if they hear about it, then it must be big. 
Yeah, yeah. He just got relegated to a housewife. That's fine. Um, I'm cool with that. No, and, that <laughs> and like another thing to think about from that perspective is a lot of these voters are media people, and media play people love the storyline. Yeah, exactly. And so like that could that could tie into some voting. Giannis did have a, a 60 minute spot. Never forget. And he's got the Hulu Hulu ad now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing that whole thing. Yeah. All right, All-NBA first team. I don't really want to go into second and third team. I just kind of want to know your first team. Uh, uh, I think everybody would agree you got Giannis on there. You got Curry, Harden. Giannis, said, Giannis, Giannis, Curry, and Harden for sure. Three uh, locks. Then you got two spots. Yeah. I'm Damn, I'm forgetting now who was the best. So uh, was it Paul George I had? It was either Paul George or KD. I think it was Paul George. I think KD was second team. Paul, I think Paul George's season still stands up, and he should be rewarded for that. And at the one, I think you can go either Jokic or Embiid, and I have no problem with neither. Anthony Davis, as we know, threw half the season away. Uh, where I feel like he didn't exactly throw half the season away. I think the Pelicans didn't want to play him, and that is what it is. But either way, he can play. So. Yeah, I, I would probably go Embiid over Jokic, even though if you gave me an MVP vote, I'd probably go Jokic over Embiid. Yeah, that makes no sense, but um, so I would have him, KD. Um, I'd probably go George, Giannis, and Harden. Yeah, that would be my five. I think Kawhi's probably a first-teamer if he plays more games. I understand why they didn't play more games. It makes sense, especially now. Uh, but I think he played like a first teamer. Uh, just didn't have the games I think to qualify. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. And then yeah, so whichever whoever gets switched out between Paul George and KD goes on the second team with Kawhi. Just talking strictly forwards because it's yeah. hard. So many good forwards gets on the second team with Kawhi, and then LeBron and somebody else is on the third team. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's right. Okay, let's talk um, kind of what's been going on outside of actual basketball. Uh-huh. Let's start with the Sixers keeping Brett Brown. <laughs> Chalk this one up as the biggest surprise, I think, so far. Like, Magic not working, I think we could have all seen that come in. Them yeah. keeping Brett Brown, I don't think anybody saw coming. Yeah, I... But the only thing is, though, is it is it a who do you get situation? Is it a like, okay, we can all say he doesn't, you know, but who do you get? So, Monty Williams snatched up. Uh, I'd rather I see Jackson. I look still out there, I guess. I'd rather see Mark Jackson. I'd rather not, man. Didn't he get kicked out for trying to force Christianity on the team? Maybe they need to find Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> ben Simmons needs all the help he can get. Maybe it's the Lord himself. I don't know. There's someone. Mike Brown is an assistant coach. I mean, he's awful, but he'd be better than Brett Brown. Ben Simmons just in the in the gym shooting jump shots, and Mark Jackson just walks in. Listen, no, you just need the good book, brother. That's all you need now. Let him hear evil. <laughs> <laughs> I walk through the valley of the shadow. <laughs> um, no, like, yeah, I, I think Mike Brown could have been an option if they make the decision sooner. You know, Luke Walton's an option. Uh, you know that that one's not really an option because I guess they're still playing during all of that. But they could have maybe gotten word out to him like, "Hey, before you take this King's job, like just pause. We might we might give you the Sixers job if it comes open." Um, I think they could have gone the college route. Um, 
off the top of my head, I don't know who who you're taking from there, but there's always a ton of options in college. I don't know. They they could have done what what's the girl's name that coaches for the Spurs? Oh, Becky? Becky Hammond? Oh, wait. There? Yeah. yeah. Put her that would that would be a big splash there at you least. Go. Shushesky. Yo, then that buys you time. That buys you time because nobody can say anything. I got the first women's coach. What are you gonna do? Hey, Ben Simmons ain't getting no heat. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. How, by the way, how lucky were the Raptors last year? So the Raptors last year, and this like speaking about coaching, where you're like, who's out there? They fired Dwayne Casey because they were like, well, we can't bring back the entire same thing. But we, yeah. it, we don't want to trade our guys. So how about we just fire the coach of the year? And then they lucked up and they get um, Nick Nurse, who I didn't know at the time, but great coach. So yeah, they can fire Brett, they can fire Brett Brown. I agree, he shouldn't have brought him back. I mean, some of the stuff at the last few games, some of the, some of those. It yeah, wasn't it um, Game Seven where like down the stretch they had like three or four shot clock violations. <laughs> How you yeah. not get the shot off? Exactly. Come on, man. Now yeah. some of the stuff is inexcusable. I would have liked to get rid of Brett Brown too, and maybe highlight Talu. Although maybe he's only coming back for ideal situations, but I think it was worth it'd be worth a shot. That's a with the talent they've got. Yeah, Nick Nurse, shout out Des Moines. He was actually the uh, Iowa Energy head coach when they brought the energy to Des Moines uh, and won a uh, G League champion. Is it G League? G League? It's probably D at the time. Now it's G. Yeah, yeah. Uh, D League championship with energy. He was a hothead. He was getting kicked out of every game here. Uh, (laughs) Not kidding. He was a hothead. Um, Brandon had season tickets. No, I I surely did not. Um, But, yeah, there's a move that you can make. If anything, just to kind of reset everybody, like, hey, you know, getting here was fine, but you've got better expectations, higher expectations. Everybody needs to take this shit seriously because everybody is disposable at the end of the day. I I respect them for keeping Brett Brown because he did have to go through the process and lose all those games, but he's now proven it. he's, He's not the coach to take you to a championship. You know what? You know what? What if what if they're like, um, however long their extension is, what if they're just really like, okay, we'll give you one more year off the strength of the process shit, and this, the, the rest of this deal is just money off the strength of the process shit. So if we, we give you a year, and if we don't like you, man, we don't get rid of you, but at least you got this nice little money on the back end that we're giving you for, the, you know, for your troubles. Yeah, but going into this would be like their third, can, like, actually competitive year. Uh, my third competitive year, I, I, I want more than just a good gesture of, hey, here's a couple more million bucks. Yeah, no, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. But uh, I think they got bigger problems, honestly. I think they got to figure out what the hell they're going to do in free agency. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Jimmy's a free agent as well as Tobias and uh, Jimmy. And I don't know what he's going to get, but I don't know if they can afford it. They might hit that tax immediately. Like, as soon as they got a pay bins, they need to set in stone who they're paying now. Because yeah. as soon as they have to um, extend Ben Simmons, that's your that's your roster. Yep. They'll be, you know, what I mean, they'll be capped out. Is what I mean, really. Yep, I agree. So, All right, let's Magic versus uh, Creepy Rob How or Rob Lowe. Uh, <laughs> do you do you see that? Am I the only one who thinks Palinka looks like a kind of drugged out? No, like, I think it's I think it's been a thing. I think it's been a thing forever, really. It is kind of creepy what he looks like. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Frank Vogel presser, but like when they asked Vogel the question, like you obviously weren't the first hire. He 
does this thing where he's like leaning over towards Vogel, trying to look at the guy who's asking the question. Uh, it is weird, man. Uh, so him versus, versus Magic. Uh, Magic goes on first take the other day, says uh, Palinka was talking crap about him to his personal friends, uh, to his work friends, saying he wasn't showing up, wasn't putting in the work. <laughs> I would assume Rob Polinka's probably right here because Magic kind of seems like a guy that's like he's all based off name recognition. Like I, I don't just from like the tweets and like analysis we get from Magic, there is none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, for sure. It's 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 bad. Did you see the um the popcorn tweet last night? No, I uh, it's, it's fucking Magic. It was I, when I read it. It was like a chef's kiss. It was uh, can't wait for some good Eastern Conference basketball. Gonna get my popcorn ready with salt and pepper. Chef's kiss. You knew it was bad when he was like, "Wow, this Jokic for the Nuggets is really impressive." It's like this, you played him <laughs> four times. This is when I was really like. The only time I was really appalled was when they showed that footage from fucking Summer League before the season started. And he was like, you look at this, uh, the teams that won last year in the playoffs. It wasn't people that shot threes. It was it was guys who were tough. So we got Lance Stevenson and right John Rondo to put around LeBron. He loves guys that can create and not shoot the fucking ball. It's like, bro, are you kidding me? This is the guy? But also, but also I think they knew going into it because I think Magic said, like, yeah, I talked to Jeannie and I told her ahead of time. Um... I'm just, you know, I still got other business to run, so this is this is what the deal is. He was still, at, he was still at the Final Four for or the tournament for Michigan State. He's still at all the Dodger games, yep. like still being magic. So like, uh, why even take that job? I would say a funny joke, but I think it'd be inappropriate. Yeah, I know, I was thinking <laughs> it too. Like I, I, yeah, just go be with Cookie. Go, go, go watch the games. No, yeah, yeah, he definitely wants to sit back you know, and be Magic. I think if you were going to – I don't think you can hire uh, Rob and Magic. I think one of them needs an actual, like, experience. Like, Rob needs to learn under somebody. Right. Experience. But if, yeah, if, if Magic, you need somebody who's experienced and is going to be there. Rob might be there while Magic's gone, but he's not experienced. So he, and I think people might hate him. That's the whole thing, right? He's an agent, and some of the other agents don't like him. Yeah, that was the thing about Polinka when he was hired was he was like a snake to all the other agents and all the other agents hated him. It's like, well, how are you going to get players if he's got to work with their agents and they all hate it? No, also, also I despise Kurt Rambis. Just talking shoddy front uh, front office Lakers. Just what is going? Why is Linda and Kurt Rambis? I don't know. It's so important to the t- like what? Any bus needs. Uh, she needs help. We need to we need to get uh, worldwide Wob on the phone so we can handle that for us. <laughs> How long until Kobe is named to the front office? That'd be an awful decision. You think so? Yeah, that'd be a god awful decision, man. I, you want to just play under Kobe? He's just like he's just like telling everybody to shoot, <laughs> like he did Tatum this year. He's like making all these weird analogies, trying to make LeBron cry in practice. <laughs> And LeBron, you gotta see the you gotta see the court like a shark, man. You know you gotta say, all right, bro, all right, fuck out of here. Gotta have this Mamba mentality. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's calling people pussy in like free agent meetings. <laughs> you know, 
fucking want you. You're not tough enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he feels the energy change. It's like, you pussy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need you in Lakerland. It's like, oh, we had him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, let's talk Frank Vogel. Um, honestly, I think I'm probably in the minority. I actually don't hate the hire. I think the hire would have been fine if they didn't have all of this stuff leak out about basically Monty Williams used them to get a higher-paying job in an extra year from the Suns. And right. then Ty Lue got a Lakers birthday cake and then was like, I guess I'm going to coach the Lakers because he didn't want a three-year deal and he didn't want Jay Kidd on the sideline. I don't get why they're obsessed with having Jay Kidd as an assistant. Me neither. He hasn't really been a good coach uh, as, a, as a head coach anyway. He kind of seems like a guy that might be better suited, I think, in college. Um, just a thought. I don't know. I didn't really – like dislike the hire. I think Vogel's a good coach. He pushed um, a pretty talented but kind of undermanned Pacers team to really push LeBron um, and the Heat uh, at their peak um, to a really tough uh, uh, series. I think he did some really good things for the Magic at times. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a it could be an underrated hire uh, as long as it's not going to be kind of like. Uh, um, set up where he gets two weeks they fire him and bring in J Kid as the full time. I got some bad news. Yeah, I know. <laughs> J Kid gonna be in there by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Uh I'm I'm I don't hate hate the Vogel hire, but it's it's just like I don't know, man. It's like if you were promised something else and you get like something that's good, but it's just not, you know what I mean? Like oh, great. I got, you know, it's not what I thought it was gonna be. Somebody promised you a, a, a Bentley, and they come in with like you know, like a, a really up class Altima. It's like this is great, but it's just not the Bentley I thought I was gonna get. Like I thought I was gonna you know be able to pop the the umbrella out the side of this motherfucker. That's not what this is. I got I got leather seats, but this ain't you know this ain't the B on the front. So they'll be they'll be all right. They'll figure it out. Uh, Vogel will be cool. Hopefully he doesn't get sabotaged. That would be terrible. That would be even more dysfunctional than they are now. And I don't know how any free agent looks at them and says, you know what, I want to come to this team. I agree. I agree, unless if it's Clutch Sports has something to really offer. LeBron saying, if you come to L.A., we'll for sure star you in Space Jam. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's, I don't know. I don't like it, man. I don't like it one bit. What are the odds that... It's 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 got to be like also I'm terrible with odds. So let's see how this shakes out. It's got to be like two to one that like Space Jam is just fucking awful. Space Jam like it's just gonna be bad. Gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Although they got uh, is it Kogler that's doing that? Oh, oh Kugler. The guy who did uh, Station and uh, Creed one two. You know, as long as they can get some basketball players that aren't retired, I think. It could be okay. Giannis, turn him down. Yeah, I know. Big time in them. AD will probably be in there. Chicago yeah. might be in there. Mm, okay. We're heating up. Uh, uh, a, a little crossover. Uh, I could see Kobe being in it. Would, why, would Space Jam 2 be better as a movie or as a 10-part series? Just, Just... He's like, just, I don't know, trying to figure out some other shit. Instead of just spending all this money, they just make it like a little, you know, 30 minutes here and there. Mini doc. 
Yeah. Doing the 30 for 30 style. Are they gonna lock him up on like Space Mountain like they did Jordan? Or I, hope so. I would hope that it'd be a little bit different. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would assume it'd be a little bit different. Take a shot at Cleveland and lock him in Cleveland. Maybe we'll get live action <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Oh no! Hell no! Live action, live action Elmer Fudd. Oh no! <laughs> oh. Tweety Bird. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. I don't want to really dive into the off season because. I think that's going to be a ton of fun. We're kind of going long already. Uh, and there's a lot of, to it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the lottery. Did you watch the lottery? I did. You know, I actually I was cooking at the time, and I had the – I actually had the um, simmons Rosello thing going. They did, like, uh, the Ringer Live. But I listened to it after because uh, I, I was playing softball, and uh, – did they just release all of the, like, the first eight teams at once or something? Yeah, so what happened was they did like a – it was a two-parter. So they did every everybody except for the um, the oh, first four picks came first, and then they went to like a commercial break, and then they came back and did the top four. So by the time the first group comes, you're like, oh, you're a Lakers fan, you're a Knicks fan. You're like, oh, we're, we're the top four, like for sure, and you just don't know where. And it's like five, ten minutes of suspense, and then they came with the rest of the picks. That's why Bill Simmons was like, "What? What? What's going on? What, what's happening?" Like Bill Simmons literally could not talk on his own podcast. He didn't understand what was happening. Russell killed it. He was like, "Have I given you like this take and this take?" Because Simmons just wasn't talking. It was actually a very entertaining listen. Uh, okay, I I didn't get to watch it, so I actually got a notification like. Lakers in the top four for the lottery, and I was like, I was low key hoping that they didn't get one because I didn't, I didn't want to hear this shit so rigged, you know. Okay, I've been uh, way too happy. Uh, I would have just, you know, drunk my life away. It would have been beautiful if the Lakers got the number one pick. We would got AD in the bag. We'd have probably got Kyrie, and we'd have been out of here. What? What would the emotion have been on Kuzma if they got the number one pick, knowing damn well you're being traded <laughs> with that pick to go to New Orleans? Yo, I was thinking that. I'm like, why would you send him here? The better it gets for y'all, the worse it gets for him. Like, if he can, he got one pick, he's like, oh, damn. He's I guess I'm like Gumbo. Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's – when they got in the top four, I actually got really excited, and then they were immediately number four, so I was like, oh, Okay. But as long as uh, Zion didn't go to Memphis, it was ideal for me. I don't think, even with um, Triple J there, I don't think that Giannis in Memphis is enough to get me to watch the Grizzlies. I probably would have missed the first three years of his career. Wouldn't have been great. But now he's in, um, well, he's with the Pelicans now, so it's more of the same. Honestly, yeah. don't lose AD. I'll catch if him on highlights. If they keep AD, it could be fun with Drew, uh, him, and AD. I don't know. Um, here's a question. If Zion would have gone to Memphis, what would his weight be coming into like year two with all that tent, like Memphis barbecue and all that good stuff? He was just flying in the fucking summer league with mad barbecue and fucking Elvis sandwiches and shit. He don't even care. He got barbecue sauce on the side of his <laughs> cheeks, like rolling in tip off. Like he got, he got the wet wipes stuck to his shoe. <laughs> You know he would. He if he was playing Memphis, he wouldn't have given a shit. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't either, man. Fuck yeah. Memphis. I'd be like, trade me. I probably I might have tried. They would have hated me. I might have tried to force a trade out of Memphis. Like they Eli said, 
They said that he could still technically go back to do. Yeah, because he didn't. He didn't hire. Uh, yeah. So if you don't he hire, which is that specifically for Memphis. That's funny. Well, I mean, which is smart though, because if you know you're going to be the number one pick, why do I need an agent? What am I negotiating? You're getting. You're locked into a deal. Yeah, gave my money. So you're, you're number one, like player in the world. Basically, you're getting whatever you want. You can negotiate all the stuff you want on your own behalf. Is there still a chance that he does go back to Duke, or he has he already signed? Or highly doubt it. There's like a week left, I think, to declare that he's going back. So we'll know more in a week or so. Uh, that, could you imagine how much Twitter would blow up if that happened? It, oh my god! It would be bigger than LeBron's decision to go to Miami. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I would, I would probably uh, tweet him personally. Hey, man, listen, man, I know. I know you don't want to go to fucking, you know, Louisiana, but, like, double think this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> idea. The kids. <laughs> what if, and I saw I saw um, them talking about this on High Noon, what if he just went to China for a year? <laughs> oh, God. Imagine playing against some people in China. Just pocketed a quick, like, 30 minutes. They, they, they maxed out the fucking books to bring him over. He'd sell so many shoes. Yeah. Still get his Nike deal. Nike sell mass shoes in China. Yeah. It would just be shitty. Imagine how pissed the New Orleans fans would be that immediately went and got season tickets because their season tickets went up like 450%. Yeah. All just had been like, yo, can we get a refund? We thought Zion was coming. Now we're for sure losing AD. We're not paying for season tickets to watch Drew Holiday (laughs) in another season of Randall. Oh, that's funny. Um, what are the chances that AD stays? I mean, is it a high percentage chance that he leaves? Well, so he has to get traded, which is the kicker in all this. So they could still keep him till the trade deadline. I would, I would, I'd move him. I'd move him. I think you're getting in the dangerous territory because um, once you once you decide that you're going to keep him into the season, you're fucking up Boston. So they're just going to. I think Ainge would be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go do what I'm going to do regardless. And then the Lakers, you still have the Lakers in your hand for sure. But I think I think that damn near be the only deal you have because the Knicks' best offer is the pick that they have. And, yeah, you the know. Clippers, the Clippers could if, if they get Kawhi or KD and or. Uh, they could pony up something. Uh, but, yeah, it's really the L.A. teams. And, and, honestly, I don't even know if Boston's still in this running if they don't sign KD, re-sign KD or uh, Kyrie. Um, just because I don't know if they want to go through another thing of a year, you know, for Kyrie it was two years, but if they want to do a year and then you're gone and you don't really have anything for the asset. So anyway, we'll talk more about NBA postseason or uh, off season. I think that is probably more entertaining um, than the rest of the basketball that's left. And that's not disrespectful to the basketball. Like this off season is going to be just pure insanity so many moving pieces, so many big names. Uh, What's yeah. probably so? There's not that many years in in free agency to really even think about. Ten was a crazy year because ten was the year where you had the three guys that went to Miami. Then you also had Boozer, which seems funny now, but he was a big free agent back then. And then you also had Stoudemire and like Joe Johnson. So it was like, okay, we had some pieces. Was Melo a free agent that year? Was that no. the year? He signed early. He fucked up his cycle. Remember, like, 
him, they were all supposed to be at the same time and maybe come together. But he fucked up his cycle by getting his money early because you know Melo about his motherfucking money. So yeah. he got to see early. And then, yeah, 16 was good. Durant, PG, all that. Yeah. RPG last year, whatever. I don't know. Good off seasons. This yeah. is great. Basketball this, year this, round. This will be the best one for sure. Um, it's entertaining. So we'll definitely we'll we'll do another one here soon after the finals kind of either get going or wrap up and really dive in. Um, to I'll try of, to watch the finals so I can actually talk a little there bit. We go. There we go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, that way we can really dive in because I do kind of want to do some roster creation. If you were a GM, um, that'd be fun. That'd what be pieces cool. do you think would work? Uh, where um, kind of put on different hats? So I think that would be a fun one to do. So that's probably going to be kind of in our next one. Uh, I think this is a wrap. Do you have anything else you want to add, Chase? Uh, no, nah, man. No, nah, I'm good. Good first pod, you know, talk a little basketball. We can get into some other sports, too, you know. Like some little, you know, yeah, whatever. I'm good for some recreation, too. Love it. And to have Chase on board with us. Let's get it. You good, Brandon? Did you, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Are you coming back? Is Are you going to request a new salary? Are you, yeah. What, what, what? I mean, this, this has been renewed for at least an episode, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Landed. We're good for a second. No, yeah, I'm good. I'm all in. I'm all in. We'll talk numbers. I have your people talk to my manager. I'll talk to I like get, that. Get in touch with Clutch, and we'll, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining. And this was the first ever three peat pod. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy it. We'll be back for some more. Hey, peace. For real, for real this time.